Welcome back to Inside the Scoreboard. I'm Jamal. And I'm Corey. All right, let's get straight to it. So over the weekend, there was a little, uh, I don't want to even call it an altercation. I'll read on, I guess I'll call it a back and forth uh, between Dennis Schroeder and uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, they were both uh, having good games. Uh, I know uh, Dennis can be a little bit of a pesky, and he was kind of, to me, it looks like Dennis Schroeder was getting under Kyrie's skin, but pretty much what happens, they were going, drawing back and forth. Kyrie walks, kind of is like walking up to Dennis Schroeder, and Dennis Schroeder is just like, God damn, nigga, excuse my language. And mm -hmm. uh, Kyrie just takes offense to it and tells him, um, hey, man, you know, don't call me that. You don't know me like that. Don't call me no, no N word. And, uh, they end up both getting ejected. Now, um, from your perspective, do you think Kyrie kind of like overreacted, or do you think it was called for? Or how do you, how do you how do you assess the whole situation? Uh, I mean, I know everybody got their own opinion on on the word and how it should be used and this and that. But to me, it was a clear overreaction. It just kind of go, goes into the unique character uh, of Kyrie Irving. He's kind of shown us over the last couple of years just with little things here and there. But as far as this particular situation, I feel like it was it was overdone. I mean, he's been playing basketball since, I'm sure he was a small, small boy. Uh, I mean, whether you like it or not, that's common dialogue around the game, especially from one black person to another black person. So for Kyrie to make a big deal about that, I, I think it was just a little bit more about the eccentric, different, uh, personality that Kyrie has with a mixture of Dennis Schroeder was a pest, you know, giving him a hard time all night. So it was a little bit of frustration, but I know everybody got different opinions. What, what do you think? Uh, honestly, I just, uh, I just chalk it up to Dennis Schroeder being Dennis Schroeder, bro, being aggravating, talking probably a little bit, being the pest, guarding him 94, yeah. kind of guarding him 94 feet. Almost like Patrick Beverly, except that you're going to get an offensive game, an offensive package with it. You know, you're going to give a guy that's going to try to give you buckets unlike Patrick Beverly. Mm -hmm. and just gonna let you uh let you hear hear about it as well and then probably you know it probably sounds a little different hearing a german person even though he's black call you the n-word with the german accent so that probably threw him for a loop to it it probably sounded kind of racist uh when you heard it ain't no Kyrie. he's uh, he's on this uh kind of like oh i don't want to say woke but i guess i use that word uh that word for right now but he's on this path where he's like kind of you know on his own different wave, you know, he's uh, lighting the sage, he's more uh, socially aware, it seems like, um, more than ever, which is not knocking it, you know, but it's definitely, you know, you hear the N-word all the time on the basketball court, man, especially in the black community, I mean, and it's not, I don't, I mean, I, I can clearly say Dennis uh, probably did not mean that, uh, trying to be disrespectful or, you know, hate for anything, he was just saying like, damn, back up, you know, back up, but Kyrie took it that way, and I don't know him and Shorter if they had that type of relationship where they, they're uh, if they're not cool. Because Kyrie said, "You don't know me like that." I mean, but I'm sure I'm sure they're very familiar with, with each other since they both been in the league about the same amount of years. So I just think it was a little bit of an overreaction. I think it was a mix of Dennis Schroeder being Dennis Schroeder and then Kyrie being on this whole new wave of like uh, black excellence. I, I'm not knocking it either. I just don't think I would re react that way. Yeah, you know that that's. I mean, that's, that is a good point. He is he is on this new wave of trying to promote black excellence, move a certain type of way, which would also include, I'm sure, speaking a certain type of way. But in relation to basketball, like you said, especially in the black community, I've never, a white dude has never called me a nigga on a court, on a basketball court. 
but we were, we, we, I have definitely said it myself and other people have said it who are African-American on a basketball court. It's not, it's, it's not even a, I don't, I don't know. I, I think he, I think he chose to read too much into that. He, I know uh, Schroeder is German, so it could have sounded a little different coming from him, but. Hey bro, it's probably something so, so bad, bro. You like, bro. I don't know. I don't know though, because Jamal, he's he's been he's been in the league. You know what I mean? He's been in the league a, a, a for a minute around basketball, around these American players. It might not have sounded as crazy. Yeah, I just think it was a it was a slight overreaction because Kyrie got realized like he was being aggressive aggressive anyway, bro. He was coming up to shooter all in his face and shooter like, bro, just back up, man. Like, yeah, yeah. If it was coming from a white player. Or somebody, a non-black player, Hispanic, Asian, other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would, I would justify. I would, you know, I would hope for a whole different reaction to just say, uh, "You don't know me like that." So, um, like I said, I just think Kyrie is just. He, that wasn't the reason why he was mad. I just think it was more of a basketball thing. He just used the N word as a, a chance to kind of elevate his uh, his madness or his aggravation. You know, just an excuse to kind of go off on. Yeah, bro. Just a, yeah, I agree. Straight, it's a scapegoat. Seem more like a scapegoat. Yeah, right there. Just uh, an easy way to uh, just kind of blow up on shooting him. What you want to do for probably from the beginning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And now, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of players, bro. And you can see this in the playoff time. You you're not gonna tell me that ain't nobody finna use this as kind of like ammunition to go against Kyrie. They gonna be calling him all types of n words, bro. I mean, yeah, like, especially, you know, like you said, coming into playoffs, it's all about getting it, especially like a guy like Pat Bev, which, which Jamal, you, you, I feel like we know Pat Bev has called Kyrie the N-word. Yeah, most definitely, probably ain't not never, but I don't think, but does Kyrie entertain Pat Beverly? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can see Pat Beverly try to talk to certain players. I don't know if he's talking to a Kyrie, you know what I'm saying? Like a guy that he know can give him that work on the offensive side. Like he may yap, like he might bark at the LeBrons and the KDs and stuff like that. But a guy that he gonna have to guard the whole game, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Kyrie has been called the N word plenty of times during the basketball basketball game with his peers, bro. So, but somebody definitely gonna be using his ammunition, bro. Any slight edge in the playoffs, bro, they're they're gonna let that word fly. Now that now that they've seen that reaction, I Kyrie. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just. I mean, it's it, at that point. It's just it's almost too easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost too easy. So they got Kyrie really got to be more level headed. You know what I mean? Big time game. You playing the Lakers. You got to be a little more mentally stable rather than to me. I would call it selfish because your team, you know, needs you at all times. You're the starting guard. It's somewhat selfish for you to allow whatever personal agenda you have to overshadow the team agenda. You know what I mean? It's, which is to get the win. Especially with, you know, Harden's out, KD's on a uh, minute restriction. Even though the Lakers didn't have their key players in uh, AD, LeBron, uh, Kuz, you still got to take full advantage and get a W. But yeah, I think, uh, I don't think he'll let it happen again. Though. I can't see him reacting the same way falling for that you know I wouldn't say it was bait I can't see him just blowing up or like that again hopefully not I could be wrong though it could it could happen but like you said hopefully not I know I think he missed a game don't quote me but I think he missed a game after uh following that incident I could double check no no he didn't he did miss the uh, the game I think it was against Minnesota 
and yes, personal. Kyrie is man. He used to every bit of PTO. And it don't matter, man. I don't even like damn this. Hey, man, his PTO was. Oh, it should be done mm-hmm. unless he got a limited amount. Because man, he's taking a lot of personal days, and like I say, much props to him. I mean, if you got to protect your health and you know your mental health, especially. So I mean, I just hope he's not taking these days off just to take them off. You know, but hey, he can do that. But they're paying him good money just to kind of show up and suit up and. People want to see Kyrie play, you know. Even though they got KD and Harden, people love to see the the ball handling of Kyrie, the finishing at the rim and everything. So they will they love that. Absolutely. I mean, that's 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 definitely a top reason why people are filling those, you know, filling the arenas and coming to see that team. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it looks like he was out for personal reasons against Minnesota, like you said. Which which is an easy one. Minnesota is is not a good team, but it does seem like I guess we won't get too far into that, but it does seem like Kyrie is just being Kyrie at this point. Yeah, I think he's he getting a bad kind of he, – he's getting a bad hand from the media, but sometimes he does feed into it. So, But how did you yep. feel about the uh, Andre Drummond, his debut? Or, uh, it wasn't his debut, but how did you uh, – what do you like that – or do you like what you've seen so far from uh, Drummond with the Lakers? Uh, absolutely. I think Drummond is bringing uh, some much-needed uh, size and uh, obvious rebounding to the Lakers. Um, to me, Montrez is just a little undersized. You know, he works. He's a workhorse, but he's just a little undersized. So you got Drummond, another guy that can contribute, um, bring some size, rebounding. Uh, and, and, now, and now I don't think we've seen um, a motivated Drummond in the last year and a half or so, last two years. Now you put him on a team with LeBron, he's instantly thinking possible championships. So I feel like the motivation is a little different. We'll get a little, we'll get a different sort of drumming uh, as the season comes to an end. Um, but what, what do you see with those Lakers though? Do you think you you could, you see the Lakers maybe for the next two or three years with drumming? Or is this just a temporary in and out? I don't know, man, cause they're gonna have to, if they want to keep him, they're gonna to have to pay him some money, and I don't know if they want to invest that much into Drummond. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a rent, you know they can get rim protecting bigs who can rebound for cheaper than what uh, Drummond is gonna want, and that's the thing. He could take less, you know, just to get some rings and just be a, in. You know, he's gonna be in LA playing with AD, playing with LeBron. I mean, that's kind of hard to argue against from his standpoint. Uh, but he's made a good amount of uh, money. I think over a hundred million in his career so far. So I mean, his you know his pockets ain't empty by any means. So I could see him trying to stay, but like I said, if it's a team uh, where he's kind of like um, not the center of attention, but can get a lot of playing time and a lot of money and a chance to compete, I think he might uh, he might leave LA. But as far as like their rotation and it's concerned, I think I, I like it with the Lakers a lot, especially uh, having to go go against the Nuggets and uh, go against some of the uh, bigs out west. Uh, he can be somebody that can. Uh, kind of take some of that uh, pressure off AD. Yeah, and, and I think he does all that. Like you said, you made a good point. Um, right now, that role is significantly smaller than roles that he, he's had to play in the past, so a lot less pressure. Um, I look for him to to play better because of that less pressure. Um, really, really, with the, um, with the acquisition of Drummond, I feel like they never let, don't get me wrong, they never left the NBA championship radar, but this just puts them a little bit in a better position. I, I feel like they overall got better with Drummond. Yeah, because he, he's kind of similar to Dwight Howard, a, a much better player than Dwight is right now. Um, 
as far as off offensively, he can go get you probably at least 15 tonight, you know, or at least double-digit scoring tonight. I'm not going to just put 15 points on and say Drummond's going to go out there and get that. But he can, you know, uh, he can get you 20 a night um, on any given night, and he can definitely get you double digits. And he can rebound. I think Dwight might be a – he can protect the rim. I'm not going to say he's a better rim protector than Dwight and McGee combined. Uh, but he he definitely feels the need that Marcus saw. I think Montrez just wasn't feeling as well. I think Trez mm -hmm. is good off the bench as being that that big man scoring punch and providing that energy and hustle. And I think Marcus saw is a good facilitator uh, for his size. And I just think he's a little older now, so they're gonna have to uh, find a way to put Gasol in that rotation. They got the size now: Gasol, Drummond, AD. Uh, even though Trez is undersized, I mean he's still a, a, a bruiser down low. And you got Morris and Cool, so I mean they're not lacking lacking size. Definitely size. They they as far as size, and and we know come playoff time that's important, especially um, when you're running into other teams with size, like a um, uh, Bucks, for example, just a team out east. Um, that that'll play big for them. So that's a good pickup. And um, as far as uh. Are you liking the additions of, uh, I think we were talking about LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin uh, last podcast. I think we were talking about landing spots for them, and they both ended up going to the same team, which is crazy. But do you think they're, uh, they're ring chasing, or do you think they should have went somewhere else? So what's your opinion on that? Uh, definitely ring chasing. I don't like the move at all um, as far as for the league. I don't like the move for the league. As far as for those guys, I mean, putting yourself on the map to win a championship, neither guys have neither guy has done so. So, um, I mean, wait, yeah, neither guy has done so. I had to think about that. Make sure Lamarcus didn't get get a ring out in San Antonio. Um, but neither guy has done so. So they put themselves in a good position to get a ring. But for the league, I think it's bad. I've never wanted LeBron to win a championship so bad as much as I want him to get it this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'll vouch for him. This man is not a LeBron fan by any means. I mean, I mean, what's the what's the alternative? We gonna give it to Crybaby Harden? And and oh, all right, Harden, did you you ruin you ruin the Houston's you ruin Houston's franchise? But it's okay. They shipped you over to Brooklyn, and you know now you're still gonna be the same. No, 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 no. That's yeah. not how you do. It. That's not. And I don't even honestly, I don't think Kyrie or KD. I mean, of course they co-signed it because you. I mean, who was turning down Harden? But they would have been okay, maybe even preferred to get the ring on their own. Yeah, I think so too. And I still think um, Kyrie got something. He, I mean, to me, I know he doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. Uh, he has a ring, but we've seen what Kyrie hasn't done in the playoffs the last few seasons. Um, yeah. Last year, he didn't want to participate. Uh, he was injured. Before that, he was in Boston. I think he had a couple of good, uh, great games, but they didn't really go anywhere in Boston. And then the first year he was there, they got to the conference finals without him. So, you know, it's kind of been like, oh, yeah. what have you done without LeBron? And then and you said it as far as James Harden. I mean, this man had constantly in big games had not showed up. And he kind of got hyped, you know, last season when you – because he blocked Lou Dirk's shot in the game seven. Like, bro, are you, ki are you kidding me, man? Like, y'all y'all uh, are playing this Thunder in the game seven. Y'all are – uh, excited about beating him and blocking Lou Dirt's shot, man. I mean, I just I seen it then like it was uh, they weren't gonna make it nowhere last year, and then with this year he's playing well. I mean, Harden always produces in the playoffs. I mean, not in playoffs, excuse me, regular season. But we just gotta see if he uh, producing in the playoffs. So 
like I said, I think Kyrie and uh, Harden got something to prove in the playoffs. Hopefully, you know, they're motivated. So we'll see what they're going to do. For me, Harden gets even, – even if he plays well, even if he plays well, you don't get a pass to me because guys like KD have shown playoff time, they're going to show up. KD has performed come playoff time multiple years. Now, I know we, it can, you can get argumentative as far as Golden State years versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's had some good playoff runs both years. But I mean, for both teams, yeah. um, I mean, he's he's playing. He's literally playing with the unicorn of the NBA as far as James Harden. He's playing with the unicorn of the NBA. You get no pass. It just got easier. So your role, your expectations, the defensive schemes that are being presented to you are completely different. They're, so when you were the man on the team, you, literally playoffs would shut him down, turn him into a whole different person. Him having a good playoff year this year won't do anything to, for me. And I feel like other fans out there, too because of KD on your team, Kyrie, Blake Griffin, Drummond. I mean, the lineup is crazy. Yeah, and that may be why um, he might have some success in the playoffs. Uh, I'm not going to touch on Harden too long, but he's used to getting that that number one defender. And now, yep. Brooklyn, he's getting that probably the second best defender because um, I don't think Kyrie is going to uh, – he might get the uh, best defender on him at some points during the game, but KD is getting that number one guy. And then that second defender's best defender is going to have to just guard Harden. So I think uh, Harden is going to have some success uh, just going up against that second best defender on the opposing team. That's a good point too. That that's a that's a real good point. I didn't even think about that. And, and more reason why he, I mean, he'll get points of course for if he wins the championship with the Brooklyn Nets. He'll get points of course if he, you know, is a, or, or uh, he'll get credit of course for the championship and whatever points, whatever stats he's able to do. Now I can tell you if he if he flops. If we don't see good numbers this year come playoff time, I think that just signs, seals, delivers uh, Harden's reputation in the league. Yeah. I think he'll always be remembered as a good scorer and a good passer, but a guy that can never get it done. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievably uh, talented offensive player. Um, but mm-hmm. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, who them takes that uh, people are going to have on Harden and the net so they don't uh, produce. And, man, it's just going to be the media going to eat it up, man. And Twitter is gonna have a role with that, bro. Oh my gosh, bro. Man. Woo. Yeah, but the I mean, because <laughs> social media is gonna be on their ass, bro. Everybody gonna be on their ass if they don't. I, I feel like it's no way to me. I know I want LeBron to get it, and he's the only team. He's the only person. He has the the team in the league that's capable of beating him, unless they beat themselves. Um, far as Brooklyn, but the only way to me Brooklyn falls off or and doesn't win is if KD gets hurt. Yeah, and I hope that's not the case. You know, I want to see that. I want to I, honestly, I want to see Brooklyn at full health. You know, fully healthy going into the playoffs. I want to see everybody healthy in the playoffs. And that's why I hate that uh, Jamal Murray got hurt. I wanted to see uh, the Nuggets what they were going to do with Aaron Gordon. You know, on their team and uh, exactly. Murray and uh, Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Jokic. But yeah, I, I'm interested. I, I'm ready for the playoffs, man. I mean, me too. Uh... I think you just brought up another good point with that injury out out west in Denver. Um, Jamal Murray going down, that's that's huge. That is huge going to playoffs. Denver was already a team that couldn't quite that we always talk about the talent. You know what I mean? Regular season always talk about the talent, but they could not get over the hump. Yeah, I think last year they finally showed it, like, okay, we we here. Like we beat the Jazz in game seven, down three one to the Clippers and came back and beat them, you know. 
Clippers was everybody's, it seemed like everybody's title favorite, you know, to win yeah. it all. So for them to uh, make that leap last year and then to come back um, this year, and I think and that uh, Aaron Gordon was a big step for them. But it just sucks um, that they uh, uh, he, uh, Jamal Murray's hurt right now. He's probably gonna yeah. miss. He's probably not gonna come back. Man, the ACL may maybe next. It'll probably be happening sometime in twenty twenty two. It's definitely not gonna be uh, at least twelve months. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, he, you know, he's definitely missing playoffs. It's just really about next year for Murray. Yeah, but super disappointing. Are you? Half, it might be a year and a half to be honest. Yeah, we, I mean, we've seen guys come back, uh, you know, and around that time. Usually, when it's rushed, which we've seen those type of injuries get rushed, it doesn't end good. Yeah. It gets um, do you do you expect or do you think Denver is is going to be remotely close to where they were last year as far as playoffs? Playoffs. They're going to get. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, they still got Jokic, which is a problem. He a problem to be dealt with, and he can kind of run that uh, point center like he always does. And they don't really have a. I mean, they have Monte Morris as they uh, they back up point guard, but I think the offense is just gonna run through Jokic like it's been doing. And I could see them winning uh, a series, and I'd be surprised if they uh, make it to the conference final. But I can see them getting at least to uh, to to the second round of the playoffs. I will say. I think Michael yeah. Porter is gonna he's gonna have that confidence that oh yeah, it's it's my time to shine now. And I think he's just gonna have a, a certain type of green light that he hasn't had before. And everybody's been talking how talented he is, and now it's it's time to show it. It is definitely time to show it. What we've been hearing about it for the last three years. It was a red shirt that first year. Yeah, he was a red shirt the first. Well, I mean, I mean, even just his days in college, we were hearing, oh, six ten guard, he can handle, he can shoot, he's a you know, light skin KD. Um, that's not a quote, yeah. but I'm just saying he was he had high comparisons. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. KD comparisons a lot. You know, they was throwing that out there a lot. But they yeah. got they got how they they work cut out for him, man, coming out the West. And really, honestly, I, th- yeah, I, I guess we just sit back and watch. We just sit back and watch. I guess second round is not being too generous. I'm just saying. I'm thinking about the West. Oh, you, and think nothing's a, you think you think they get bounced in the first round? Yeah, I know it's possible, especially without that boy Murray. It is possible. It, I think it depends on matchups, honestly. Uh, yeah, that's going to be tough without Murray because when you think about it, who's we got Phoenix, Clippers, mm. Lakers. Um, where is – let me pull up the – Jazz. I think I, – did I mention them or um, – no, I don't think I mentioned them. I didn't even mention the Jazz. You got the Jazz. I'm trying to see. I mean, to the Dallas. <clears throat> Dallas probably will be there. I just don't know the exact – Okay, let's see. I got it now. Utah is number one. Phoenix is second. Clippers is fourth. Denver's the third seed. LA is a game behind them. Then you got Portland, Dallas, and then Memphis. So they were right. Oh, dang. If the playoffs start today, they would be facing the Lakers. Mm. And, and we we know, I know, I'm confident enough to know how that is. Yeah, that's, that's going to get ugly, bro. Like they would, they didn't, uh, they are not LA off a few games, but. They're not beating them. Not without Murray. They're not beating them. And I don't think they were beating them with Murray. But without him, I don't – it's not a shot. Like I said, that may knock him off a game or two, but I can't see nothing else happening past that. I mean, you're talking a playoff Murray is out. I'm. I'm that's like a fill-in to me for an, another 30 points, another 25 to 30 points. Where am I getting it from? 
you know you know what I mean so that'll be tough that would definitely be tough for them uh who do, who I mean it sounds like you pretty much got your favorite out west but I, I'll let you say who do you see coming out the west this year and who do you see coming out the east uh I'm gonna just take the Lakers like last time I like the I like what the Clippers are doing but I don't have any faith in them I hate to say it I know Kawaga produce uh Paul George man you know he's supposed to be playoff P but ain't really showed too much of that guy that he's talking about. Uh, he regular season P haven't reproduced in the playoffs. Um, Utah, uh, Utah is Utah, bro. No disrespect to them, but I just don't see them winning it at all. Donovan, and I'm a fan of Donovan Mitchell, bro. I think he's the uh, second, the closest thing to Dwayne Wade that we've seen since the mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Then Phoenix. They, they, I feel like they're a piece away. Honestly, I love what Chris Paul is doing with them. I feel like they're going, they're going to uh, advance in the playoffs. But what I mean, I just don't, I just don't have that much faith in them. Honestly, I think they need, they're lacking something else. And I hate, I hate giving such a vague answer to that or reasoning for that. Um, but you just got a feeling when you know a team is just, they just don't have it. Like not this year. And I, I can I can hear that. I can hear that. I still would put Phoenix as my sleeper if I had to pick a sleeper, even from both the East or the West. I would I would pick Phoenix just because once again, Chris Paul is the most valuable player on his team. Oh, yeah, he He's gonna show that. He's gonna show that. And that's what I'm saying. He he took the Thunder to the playoffs and took the Rockets to game seven. Come on now. Come on now. With the lazy, not no disrespect, but with the not as motivated Harden, not really producing Harden, and then OKC with the just not as deep. OKC as they should have been to be in that spot. Yeah, they definitely were overachieving last year. And that when he took the Rockets, he he took them to game six. Uh, well, actually, really game seven. He just didn't play in game uh, in game seven. I think he got hurt in game six. And they could have beat the uh, the Warriors. You know? Warriors. Yep. Chris Paul, he's a he's a hell of a player. I can't really say nothing about him as far as performing the playoffs. He's gonna show up. It's just about if it's it's his, it's his body gonna gonna allow him. So that's true. Think, he he has a young bucket with him with uh, Devin Booker and he got uh, DeAndre. Dr- I said DeAndre. Aiden, Aiden, DeAndre Aiden out there. So, I mean, it's it's possible, but I just think they're a piece of it. I don't know what it is. I I want to watch more of them in the playoffs. That's what I wanna, that's what I want to see. And uh, I mean, like I, said, I don't see really Devin going. Devin doing nothing. They got the they got their butts whooped by the um, by the Warriors. The Warriors were punking them. If you saw that game on ESPN. Uh, a few nights ago. Yeah, I caught caught the highlights of that one too. It's, I agree. I I agree. Denver gonna have a rough time, but as far as Phoenix, just don't be surprised if we having a conversation come Western Conference Finals, yeah, like Western Conference Finals, and almost having a shot to advance. You know, advance. <clears throat> yeah, because that if that, if, if, if CP is healthy, it's 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 a good given. Him, he's like a a coach for them. You know, that's yes. pretty yeah. He's just a coach on the floor. Nick and hoop, <laughs> like for real, like like for seriously, it is that serious. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I really realized how valuable he was until, like you said, he created the overachieving Thunder last year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with the pieces that they had, it, they they really should not have been even close to where they was. But CP three just being CP three, able to boost guys' confidence around them, put guys in the right spots to to you know make shots. He just it, Still the best point guard that we have in the league. Point guard. True point guard. He's the best. 
guard we got. Yeah, I think a lot of people get that get, uh, a true point guard. And just because you play the position, not really a true point guard. I think a lot of people get that confused. And uh, oh, with Rondo, do you think the Clippers are that big of favorites to come out west with the Rondo move? Uh, I don't. For the, some of the same reasons that that we just that we just mentioned, uh, some of the characteristics of Chris Paul, Rondo is great. He's gonna put guys in position, but he don't have the same uh, contributions that a CP3 would have with you know with his points, spacing the floor. Um, so I don't. I'm not expecting too much. I'm expecting Clippers to be better. I'm expecting the ball to move. I'm I'm expecting guys to to cut to the hole a lot more movement, but my expectations aren't that high. What what you thinking with Rondo? Rondo coming to the team right now, playoffs start tomorrow. What is he doing for the Clippers? Yeah, if the playoffs if the playoffs started in the regular season, <laughs> Rondo would been he would have been uh, an all-star these last five seasons. If if the playoffs yeah. you know, counted in the regular season. Um, I mean the guy you can't deny what he does in the playoffs. I mean, he just turns it up to another level. And like I say, he pretty much similar to Chris Paul. What they do is true point guards, get everybody involved. High IQ, gonna tell people where to go, get in position, gonna tell you what other players like to do. You know, just a almost like a scout, a coach, and a point guard at all in one. And you get that with him. Now, will he elevate the Clippers to that level? Uh, we'll see. I feel like we we'll see the games where uh, he shows up for them and where they need when they need him. But I honestly feel like uh, a place that could have used uh, um, Rondo was Portland. Mm. Portland really doesn't have a backup point guard, and is Damian Lillard really? I mean, I love Dame's game. He a hooper, a straight dog on the court. Not taking nothing away from him, but if we're just talking basketball, and we're gonna get, keep it real, bro. Dame is not a, a elite playmaker. CJ McCullough is not an elite playmaker. They need somebody who will facilitate, and I think if you add a Rondo to their team in the playoff time, he will put them in position and make their offense efficient bro like really make their offense efficient and create for everyone that's their, their biggest weakness bro they don't create for each other they got a bunch of they got a bunch of hoopers bro with nobody to facilitate they got mellow they got uh cj they got dame they got um what's the guy that just they got norman powell they they got yep. uh, the, the big man uh Nurkic, and they um they got Derek jones jr who needs somebody that kind of facilitate for himself for him to get his offense i just think that a team like that would have would have um a rondo move would would have been great for them yeah uh i i didn't even my mom wasn't even thinking like that but that would be great that would be great now rondo of course would be coming off the bench but that's most places any that's most designations around the league for rondo right now um but it would really benefit Portland. I, I agree. You got guys over there who are, like you said, a lot of ball players, a lot of guys that individual on paper it look is talent. Yeah, but, oh, it's a big team, but when you look like yeah. who's gonna play for these guys? Yeah, Rondo, we, we've seen Rondo, we've seen the Rondo effect as well. We've seen Rondo come in and make make teams better. We saw um, Chicago, <clears throat> not to cut you off, but Chicago uh, yep. years back. Um he did it with the Pelicans a couple years ago. And then with the yep. Lakers. And I think with that Chicago, they almost stole a big series if you wouldn't have broke his hand or broke his on the Celtics going going to Chicago up to up. Yeah, man. Yeah. So Rondo definitely his 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 size is uh at that position, you know, he's decently sized at that position. He's a guy that's gonna play defense, not scared of anybody. I'll take him any day.
Yeah, that's the real playoff Rondo. He real. I don't know about playoff P. We still looking for that guy. Man, we can't even. We only have enough tape to talk about playoff P, man. Hopefully, I mean, like, some room for him, man. Paul George got to get together in the playoffs. Now, going out east, who you feel like coming out? I know we touched on Brooklyn a little bit. Do anybody other than Brooklyn you feel like has a good chance to make it up? Uh, not to make – I mean, maybe to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals to compete against uh, Brooklyn. Now, again, I don't have the bracket – I mean, the, the playoff bracket, how it would be in front of me, so I'm just kind of throwing out I can run teams. Real quick, uh, Sixers are number one right now. Brooklyn's number two. Um, Milwaukee's number three. Atlanta's four. Boston's five. Miami's six. Charlotte is seventh. And New York is eighth. Wow, Atlanta is up there. Um Wow, yeah, Atlanta is up there. So, that's I mean that's good. That's good for them. They've been playing well. I've been been seeing Trace play well. But as far as disappointing like, up to this last month or so, you said you say it again. They've been disappointing. I feel like they were kind of like a a lackluster team as far as like performance. They've been underachieving since like this last month and a half where they kind of went on the run. Okay, got a little rhythm, yeah. I mean, but you you would put Atlanta, you would put Atlanta as a chance to make it out. Oh no 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 no! I was just saying that they're okay. no 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 no, not at all. They're in the, all in that same category with Boston, Miami. Well, Miami is a little bit more of a. I trust Miami out of out of Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, New York, and Miami. I, I'm trusting Miami the most. Yeah, yeah, just because of that, that boy Jim. That bunch right there, because it's a big gap between. Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and then the rest of these. I feel like we're being generous, really, with the Milwaukee, but I mean, <laughs> only only because they they've shown their true colors over and over again. Like, hey, look, this is the type of team that we are. This is the type of team that we are. But what what do we want to do? Not me and you per se, but just every fans. Yeah. Oh no, this is a good team. This is a really really good team. I can see this team. They, I mean, they're 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 a stat sheet filler and they're a regular season team, but. I don't. I don't believe in in uh, Milwaukee at all. Yeah, they got good. Uh, they got a good player in Drew Holiday, a great defender, but he can't guard KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. I mean, he, he can't even guarantee me twenty two jersey. He can't. I mean, Jamal, he can't even guarantee me twenty points. Yeah, I know he can't. That's the thing. And I don't. And I look at as another guy who can really get his own, but he's not a playmaker like. A CP and Rondo would do great. Really, a CP would do great on Milwaukee, on Milwaukee bro. I know mm. we're going back to these guys, but those are true point guards. So when that offense gets stagnant, it's kind of done got cold and stale. Those guys are coming there and just get to cooking. You know, get guys in the right spot, right position. And you don't got stuff like that. But we'll we'll definitely see, man. I I think Philly Philly's been playing Philly's been playing better than I expected them to this season. Like yeah. I'm not even gonna. I think Doc Rivers was the biggest acquisition for them, um, and then getting some shooters around them. I mean, let's see, Philly. You know, we've been talking about the potential of them um, ever since what, like four years ago. So we're gonna see if yep. they really can uh, make it out the conference. Uh, well, make it to the finals. So I'm ready for it. This is the time to show it. This is this is the time to show it. Um, just with just with everything. Like you say, everything going on. This is this is definitely the time to show it. I'm expecting. I'm expecting Doc to have those guys in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm ex- I, I can I you know I'm expecting Doc to have him close or to the Eastern Conference Finals. The only thing in their way will be Brooklyn. Everything everything else down 
the East kind of gets watered down. And then you have like a Miami who is a team that could take you to seven and win a top, a top, you know, play one of the top three teams we just named and he, they could take them to seven and win might beat them in six, just depending on, like you said, they have a great coach, depending on how Jimmy playing those other young guys, they got shooters. Um, you never know. Yeah. And, and then they got proven vets like a reason Iggy that can just, they can still give good stretches of defense and knock down a couple of uh, three pointers. So, um, yeah, I think Miami honestly is like that, that fourth team. And we, um, as far as coming out the East, I'm gonna take it as how kind of Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee, and then Miami and everybody else. We just have to see how the pieces fall in play. As far as like, that's my ranking, uh, top four out coming out the East. Say it, repeat it one more time. Uh, Brooklyn, Philly, Milwaukee, and then uh, Miami. Yeah, and it's crazy because. Miami was ranked what? Miami was uh uh how what were they ranked just now uh, as far as the playoff picture right now one uh, through nine fifty if I'm not mistaken fifty let me let me right after Atlanta yeah let me double check that one actually they're the sixty excuse me they're right after Boston okay yeah sixty okay. yeah, I'm taking Miami still yeah I'm 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 actually taking that too I I don't really see a a, a confident Boston team you know. Atlanta's too young, just not proven to me, not a team. You know what I mean? We know what it takes come playoff time. And you the game's going to slow down. Possession's going to get less. Defensively yet. They're not yeah, Atlanta, right? Yeah. Boston lack, don't have a big man. Miami got all the pieces to, to knock off one of those top three teams as well. Charlotte, we just injured. I mean, we don't, we don't have, what, no LaMelo for right now. And we'll touch on that on another episode. No Gordon, no, no Monk, uh, Rogier's back kind of getting healthy. No PJ right now. And then New York, they just New York, New York is a, a real good story this year, but they really don't have nothing too much that you have to worry about. They got Derrick Rose. I'm a fan of Derrick Rose, but I know he's not the old, he's not D Rose. And then right. we got uh, Julius Randle, who's having a great season, RJ Barrett. Uh, I mean, yeah, um, uh, RJ, RJ don't scare me. You know, know, young rookie, like they got some nice pieces, but all that, like, I just don't. I think they're another year or two away from actually coming out the East, if that's even. I can't believe I'm even saying that. I don't. Let me take that back. They're still the Knicks, bro. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trusting them right now. You know, good year, but it's gonna take yeah. some major signings for yeah. them to uh, get over that. But good year. This is this is. It, we you could not have predicted the year that they're having. I know I wouldn't have. Same for Charlotte. I don't think you can predict what Charlotte or um, Charlotte or um, New York is doing right now. Yeah, no, 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 no. Speaking of, bro, a team that is kind of disappointing is Chicago, bro. Really? Well, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the standings, and you think with the talent they have, getting uh, Busevich, getting uh, having Levine on your team, mm-hmm. uh, Williams, uh, who's a real good rookie. Uh, who's they still got uh Larkinson and um who else they got? Uh, Thaddeus Young, Kobe White. Like they got talent, but bro, they're not producing nothing out there. Yeah, and you know, recent coaching change, not not to blame that at all, but That's God's transition. Cards, yeah. We can't, we can't make no excuses with them, bro. It gotta be coaching. It, it gotta be something, bro. 
I mean, two All Stars, and y'all not even. There are nine games under five hundred right now, bro. Ugh. The yeah. talent on that team should have them in the playoffs, at least top five. When we talk I mean, about those two guys, just even their recent losses is just losing to teams that, like you say, on paper they're better than. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know what's going on. I, I'm gonna just chalk that up to uh, coaching, and maybe they got the chemistry right since training for uh, Vujicic. So. I don't know. Do you want to? Uh, do you got anything else you want to touch on as far as the NBA NBA is concerned? Uh, not not anything else. I mean, I'm at this point, like you said, I'm just ready for the playoffs. The teams have gotten getting settled. They picked up their pieces. Trade deadlines over. It, it's time to get to the playoffs. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. With especially with the new structure this year, um, with teams having the ability to play in. So that'll be nice. And I hate to play in, bro. I really do. And I and we can touch on that on another episode. I, well, we can touch on that, bro. I just don't feel I don't see the point if a team has that eight seed, they don't play it all season, and they don't got into the playoffs. So why they got to compete again for a playing spot? Yeah, you what, know, it's the, what, it's the six seed to what the tenth uh, seed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think I let me let me double check. Something crazy like that. I just don't. And Luca kind of spoke out against it against it as well. Um, how what did he say? He just said he doesn't see the reason for it as well. And I don't I don't blame him. I know people are calling him out for being scared of um losing or being scared of a challenge, but if you're the top eight teams, they they just need to keep it like that. I feel like last year was an anomaly as far as um as far as uh ending the season early, so they did the playing game just to kind of give teams a fair chances, but uh a fair chance, but I don't think it should be a playing a playing games this season. That's just my opinion. And bro, I I actually just read it. So this they will what they'll actually be doing is taking the best. They'll 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 do the teams with the ninth and tenth best best records will play a game with the winner of that game to play the loser of the seven and eight game for, to become the to become the number eight seed in the playoffs yeah they got a lot going on that's a, so that's a, that's just stupid i'm sorry yeah, they do they do have i mean as a fan i love it it's gonna make guys really have to compete but i'm sure as a player it, it it's it, it's it could be disappointing i can see that oh no but i would say hey if you top eight you're in the playoffs hey if you're the ac you about to go against the juggernaut the number one seed and you either about to um show up or you about to get bounced uh, that's all. I mean, that's that's really. I'm being the old old man here, the old man in the show. I just that's what I'm used to. That's what I've always been about. Hey, top eight, get in. You know, let's go from there. Now I, I'm cool either way. I I, I can't lie. I kind of last year I was so I, I really really appreciated the new format. Um, so to, to see it this year, I'm curious. Not to cut you off, did you appreciate? Yeah, yeah. Or did you appreciate having basketball back since it was like? COVID mm. just disrupted everything. You know what? Probably a little bit of both, you know, because I forgot we did we we did miss out on basketball for so long. So. You know, and I think just it was almost like, you know how, like, in the reg, uh, once the playoffs are over, you're like, oh, dang, so the playoffs done. Then you got summer league. You watch summer league. You know, you, you kind of get that itch to watch basketball. Then summer league, you're like, all right, cool. Then you got the preseason. And I think having such a hiatus from basketball, just everybody was cool with the playing, playing games, you know. Yeah, I mean, again, we'll see how to structure it. I think, 
I think once te- people start to see those teams that are at the bottom and the ninth and tenth, that'll kind of really solidify what side of this new format you're going to be on. Because if we stepping in and we seeing where the A seed is clearly the best, but they may they might be being overplayed or you know we might feel like you know some something along those lines where we're not getting the best team in that AC spot I'll start to complain but as long as we get the best team in that AC spot best team possible in that AC spot I'm cool okay so like a, a, a team that's okay you said it's the the sixth through ninth if I'm not mistaken seventh through tenth as far as the guys that will actually play yeah Chicago will have a chance then and that's the team I think people would like to see in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, but then at the same time, if they don't show up, you, you don't get in. So it's kind of like a win-win. But the league wants to see New York in the playoffs. I know we yeah. – I know the – I mean, the league is rigged a little bit. They would love to see New York in the playoffs. Uh, Charlotte, I think if LaMelo – if he comes back healthy, they would rather have LaMelo in the playoffs. Like I say, this is me saying – we can just have to see how it plays out, but I do think the league has a say in it at the end of the day. A little, just a little bit, you know. No, I, I definitely think you're right. You got to think about numbers, money, and we know New York is the most, um, most watched team in the NBA. That's safe to Great say. Market. Great market. Uh, what what was that market value? Yeah, it's a great market as far as like uh, media, oh, yeah. money. Probably uh, the greatest market. Yeah. Do you want to switch it over to uh, talk about your Baltimore Ravens, man? Man, we definitely can. I can always talk about them Ravens. With the We just got a nice pickup with Sammy Watkins. I love to see it. At least some effort, man. Some effort with trying to get pieces around Lamar. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, man, it's still like they were just kind of playing a waiting game with the receivers that was out there. Um, but I think Sammy Watkins is a – he's a – right now in his career, even though he's still young, I think Sammy Watkins is like 27, 28. He still has talent, but this is just going to be available. And um, so right now, I look at him as a, a glorified number two. He'd probably be a number one receiver on the Ravens. But I just, I just want them to switch up the play callings, stop being so so run centric uh, of offense, and just let Lamar air it out, bro. Lamar has a cannon for an arm, bro. Let that man will and deal. That's all, been That's all I want the uh, Jim Harbaugh to do. Is it Jim or John Harbaugh? Jim, we got Jim. Jim, uh, that's all I want Jim Harbaugh to do is let Lamar deal, bro. This man's an MVP. This man can run. He got he can throw the deep ball. He can throw the intermediate ball. Let him play and get him some playmaking. So, hey, it's a start getting Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, and I'm hopefully they can grab him a receiver and um, another receiver in the draft. Because I mean they got Mark Andrews. Um, they got a good running game with the running backs. Got Sammy Watkins. You got still got uh, Hollywood Brown. So. I would just like to see them uh, grab another receiver, a few receivers in the, in the draft. Yeah, and, and correction too, my bad. Jim Jim is the one at Michigan, but we got John. John. Um, yeah, John uh, John makes some good – he's making effort, man. I'm just glad that Baltimore as a unit, as a team is not – I mean, as an organization is not getting too far away from the same uh, – I guess they're not making drastic decisions. You know, a lot of times we see teams come and – they have a disappointing year or think one thing goes awry, goes awry or off the rails and they're trying to rebuild the whole team. Or at least it seems that way. We really have tried to maintain our pieces. You know, some guys we knew were on the way out, but for the most part, we've maintained our pieces. And I think that comes from 
the franchise, the guys upstairs listening to the guys playing. Yeah. And I think uh, Orlando Brown, one of the uh, one of y'all premier uh, offensive linemen, I think he wants to be a left tackle 100. Like, I think he was filling in for a player uh, last year, left tackle, but he's one of y'all star offensive linemen. I think he said he wanted to stay there or be traded. Um, if he doesn't get to play left tackle this season. So y'all can may I would I would like for uh, Lamar to keep a great offensive line. So I don't want to see him uh, leave for Baltimore, but if they can get a good compensation compensation for it, why not? So yeah, definitely want to keep that old line strong. I feel like that was a root of his his success in a sense. We know what the boy can do on the run, but in a sense, his success came from them boys up front. But pieces are seem to be more important right now. Just Getting them some help, man. Just get, please get them some help. Now, y'all coming out of AFC North? Uh, you know I'm gonna say yes. You uh, know I'm gonna say yes. Just got to. Right. Now, going speaking of Lamar, I guess we can kind of uh, one of the quarterbacks that got picked way ahead of him in that draft a few years ago. Um, Sam Darnold recently just got traded to my Carolina Panthers for a second round pick next year's fourth and uh. A second round pick of uh, next year and a fourth round pick of next year and a sixth round pick this year. And uh, I'm cool. I'm okay with the trade. We didn't give up much. I mean, I do value a second round pick, but I'm not too bummed out that, we, uh, that we're losing it. And it's the next year's. Um, Sam Darnold, I mean, he didn't have the best organization, organization uh, help around him as far as like talent wise and front office. So hopefully t- things can turn around from here in Carolina. Hey, man, me and you have talked a lot about it, you know, off off the podcast, but it's going to be a, a, a hit or miss to, to me. It'll be a hit or miss. I, I like the opportunity for the kid because we know the situation was terrible in New York, but, I mean, it, it, uh, we, we just have to see. I don't even want to – I don't even want to say one way or the other. I feel like I feel like it's going to be hit or miss. Do you like the move, please? I do like the move. I feel like Teddy wasn't the future. You Teddy. know, Teddy Bridgewater was not the future. Teddy ass Bridgewater, bro. Oh, it's bro. Y'all know I can't. Teddy, I mean, Teddy cool, but he just, like, he afraid to make a, bl- a big play. He just looks like he's scared. In the, not just scared to make a mistake. And you can't be scared to make mistakes anywhere. And I think that really limits the game. And he doesn't push the ball downfield like he should. Not really a big arm guy. And I think Sam Darnold, they see the talent that Sam Darnold has. If they can limit the mistakes, it'd be a win-win situation. Uh, he has McCaffrey to work with, uh, Robbie Anderson, and B.J. Moore. Uh, potentially, uh, the A pick can go towards either getting Cal Pitts or one of the uh, great offensive linemen that's in the draft. But uh, they need to get something for Teddy Bridgewater because people know they're not going to get much for him because people know we're trying to tra- trade him. So if they can at least get a third round, maybe a fourth round pick, I'm cool with it. And we're going to probably have to pay some of Teddy Bridgewater's salary, but – yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I think his time is done. His time is done in Carolina. Um, like I say, yeah. I root for Teddy, just not for my team. I just hope they trade him for at least to a decent situation. I mean, I think I think Teddy belongs in the league. Just oh, uh, he just belongs to be somebody's backup. I don't think Teddy has. I mean, we we took that small segment of, of games that he had out oh, in New Orleans with Drew Brees going down, and then we tried to get his guy a huge contract with starter expectations teddy has never been that he's never been that so i'm not expecting it now pre-injury you know he was a solid starter i mean i think he still can be a solid starter but he's just had to have a lot around him bro and i think i'm talking about as far as like elite elite receivers not good receivers all pro receivers 
a hellacious defense and just a great front offense. Like, everything got to go his way, bro, for him to be a, a good starting quarterback. And I'm not saying making the playoffs. I'm just saying to be a good starting quarterback that can produce, everything has to go right for Teddy Bridgewater. Just like in New Orleans, a perfect situa- situation for him with a great play caller in Sean Payton. So that's exactly what it's going to have to take. And we know that, that that situation there, those perfect scenarios, few and far between. Teddy, Teddy's, you know, we'll see. I'm not not getting on here to bad mouth Teddy at all. I just feel like sometimes, you know, you got to say what it is. We can't we can't expect a, a fish to, to start barking. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not expecting Teddy to take no team to the league, period. No, it's, and like I, I said, mean, to take to the championship, my bad. Yeah, and it's a few uh, places out there, our destinations, uh, Chicago possibly, if he wants to compete with uh, Andy Dalton. And then we got uh, Denver, who's not sold on Andrew Luck. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a few other places. Uh, Tampa, they are, they said they weren't interested in them anymore from a backup role. I don't see Carolina trading them to the Saints. Uh, I wouldn't mind trading them back there just to get rid of them. Um, and then Washington. Potentially, but they, you know, they just picked up Ron Fitzpatrick. So it's, we have to see who really wants to give up anything to get Teddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you named some some decent scenarios, all of which I feel, except for maybe. who? I was going to say maybe. I guess this is a perfect segue in this sense as far as the transition. Maybe he goes to, uh, to Houston. I mean, Deshaun looked like he might be suspended for at least next year. It's not; it hasn't came down yet that he will be. But I'm just saying, I would keep an eye on Houston as a potential spot for Teddy Bridgewater because they need a the quarterback. They got Tyrod, but I'm taking Teddy over Tyrod. So Houston can be a spot for him because we don't know what's going to go, what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like, yeah. So I mean, I I, I know that's a whole different issue. I can talk about that. Deshaun situation for a long time, but um, that 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 is a good point. That is a good point. And I still see him, except for the Houston, and maybe maybe out in Washington, he might be able to get a starting job just yeah, by default. Denver and Chicago would be the ideal places where he'd have a realistic chance of becoming the primary starter. I'm t- I'm still taking Andy over him, but I guess you know, coach's choice. Yeah, yeah. it is what you like, you know. I feel like he wouldn't. He would not have gotten that contract out here if it wasn't for Coach Ruth. Yeah, and uh, Joe Brady being his uh, offensive coordinator with the Saints at one yep. point. Yep. Now, since we did bring up his name, what are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson? Because hey, there still are technically allegations uh, against him. I'm not saying that anybody's innocent or anybody's guilty. I'm just saying that there are allegations at this point. Um, I, I know it's a lot of allegations. I don't, I don't even know what the lawsuit count is up to right now. Um, but it might be in the twenties. Let me not misquote, not miss, uh, misspeak. But I think it's in the in the twenties or up there. You know, I, I we want to keep this podcast with for the you know authentic information, authentic opinions. Um, I would have to say I feel like it is bull. Honestly, I feel like. I feel like the owner felt the type of way um, things have kind of been brewing. Um, he's kind of felt a certain type of way about Deshaun coming public about the organization and his disliking for things that were taking place. I just don't think it's a coincidence that he makes that statement. And then fast forward later, 
a friend of the owner who was also a lawyer is now representing these women who are filing lawsuits against Deshaun. I mean, even ever since he's been introduced to us at Clemson, he's been a professional. Um, now we don't know how guys are off camera. We don't, we don't know. Uh, but I, he just, he just seemed like a really genuine and serious football player. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, um, the lawyer is like associated with the Houston Texans. I think maybe neighbor, friend, like in that in that realm. But he's definitely associated with associated with the owners. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of allegations. But the lawyer is doing the right thing in the sense where, from from the his standpoint of getting as many people as he can to go against Deshaun. Yep. Because what people are going to say is, oh wow, dang, it's like how many? At least three of them got to be true. At least five of them got to be true, true out of twenty. You know. People, the public are going to start to form their own opinions about Deshaun. I mean, like I said, that's what the lawyers is supposed to do. I just didn't like the fact that he announced it on Instagram that he was like representing um, the client and basically announcing it like a, um, like almost as a bridal shower or like a boxing match, like you know, like kind of selling this like a pay per view event uh, on Instagram. You know, making a post about it. You know, that's not. To me, that's not professional, especially when it comes to lawyer and we're, we're talking we're talking about something serious as uh, sexual assault. I don't think something like that needs to be announced through Instagram like that. But to each his own, you know. Uh, and as far as the from Deshaun's standpoint, why the hell is he going to this this many uh, massage therapists, bro, in the pandemic? Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know the life of an NFL player or starting NFL quarterback, but. I don't even know. Like, damn, Tony. That's a, you know. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying. That's a little excessive, bro. I, I would be interested to hear his story, man. I hope. I know he. I know we will never get it. Only close friends and family will get the true story. But right, to me, out, you're missing something. Or it might come out, you know, in court. I think one of his uh, being fouled criminally uh, as well. So it might come out in court. The truth, you know. Like I said, I just hope justice is served either way. You know, I feel like if they're lying, something in this. Uh, punishment needs to be uh brought down to the if the woman offline and if Deshaun is hey bro you're guilty of this bro you gotta whatever you know they want you to do is you want to sit down and do it then you gotta do it um and he dead ass wrong if he did this oh he's a monster if he did that he's a true he, he he's a true wrong. creep yeah and as far as like um being a professional I mean yeah he's been a professional but shit we seen R. Kelly be a professional 20 years and this man was messing with little girls. Yeah, but we he, got knew a, that. he got a video and a little bit of everything else, two different things, but you, you get the gist of it. Yeah, we, that, we you know, R. Kelly totally did. We knew what R. Kelly yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, and people kind of cover that, cover that up under the rug. That's, that's a, that was messed up with they letting R. Kelly slide for that long about that. Yeah, I, just, um, I just can't see the, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, what gives any guy the right or the, the, what makes him feel like he has the audacity to do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, over another human's body. Over another woman's body, exactly. But I, hey man, he just don't give me those vibes, man. He's, he, he really, really he like, seemed like a guy that could have, you know, did what he wanted. I mean, he's 25. He's 25, bro. I don't think nobody right. thought Bill Cosby was doing that. I got I got mixed feelings about Bill's situation. And we don't need to bring that up on here. And Bill over here putting roofie drinks and uh, roofing people drinks. I mean, look. That's true, but 
That's true. That's true. We can, I can't even really. I, I mean, Jamal, I can't even. I can't even talk on it because yeah. they're not gonna like yeah, my opinion. I'm just that. saying, you know, I mean, this man was uh, putting rupees in people pudding. You know, I'm like, come on, Bill, <laughs> Bill out here tripping, man, wilding. But yeah, I'm glad. I, they, you see what they did to him? They threw him in jail. So Deshaun, I mean, if Deshaun is innocent, I really do hope this goes away and he clears his name. He says he's innocent from the beginning. He made a post saying he respects women and all this and that. All right, bro. Let's hope. I'm I'm hoping for it, bro. You know, that's what you preaching. Let's see some action. But ain't no way in the world that I'm gonna go to 20 different massage therapists in the pandemic. I'm gonna just t- stick to my one or two in Houston, maybe. That, but like I said, we're not. I'm not an NFL player with that type of money, you know. Um, so I would probably, you know, if he, I could see maybe he he traveling. He got people to LA, two or three. Maybe one therapist he go to see in LA, New York, when he do business in New York. Maybe a therapist out there in Miami for vacation. May see a massage therapist. So we talking what four places, possibly tops eight. Maybe Georgia he got one. So we nine or ten if he got two of them in there. But bro, that's a lot of that. Like it's but the, like I said, the lawyer's doing the right things. Just building that public opinion where the, the public's gonna be like, ah man, I don't know. Out of out of them twenty, at least five. He may have did something with five of them. You gotta be worth So that's what I'm saying. Like you said, the lawyer going about it the right way. Yeah, so I'm just hoping Deshaun, he need to hire somebody else to uh, kind of clear his name because he ain't looking too good for him right now, unfortunately. I like I like that he's actually going and I mean he's he's only so much he can say, but you know, some guys to me in these situations just completely uh, isolate themselves. They completely they they'll just go black on, on social media simply have a, a one plain post about whatever address and allegation. Deshaun has made it clear from the beginning. He respects women. Uh, like he, he, the allegations are not true. Um, so I mean, I, I, that gives me somewhat of a good feeling, but at the same time, where are all these women coming from, man? Coming out the woodwork. Yeah, that's what I'm like, bro. Are you really, did you really see all these therapists, bro? I hope not. But come on. I don't know if you remember, it was a video about, Two, three years ago, or this this man Deshaun Watson looks like he's at his, wherever house location he was at. It looks like he has a, a company with him, and I don't know if he I don't know if you've seen this video. May or may have not. In this video is a famous actress, I guess we can call her, by the name of Mia Khalifa. Mm. And they're and they're very friendly with each other, and they like look like they playing basketball with the, you know how like the little play toy basketballs with the with the, uh, you can hang up on the door. Yep, yep. That's what they were doing. That's all I'm saying. So, I'm gonna just leave it at that. I ain't saying that Deshaun, I, I ain't saying that he's guilty. I'm just saying that it looked like Deshaun like to have fun. I hope he I, I, And I get that. And I, I get that. To stay fun with a past to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, but gotta, I mean, you gotta, put us, you put us there single, not even us, I ain't even gonna say, if you put an average dude there single with his kind of money, Oh, he's gonna do some wild shit. He's gonna do some some, some wild stuff. Yeah. I ain't gonna go into I ain't gonna go into detail about anything. He's just gonna have a blast. But hopefully, like I say, but you gotta do it respectfully with consent, with the utmost respect at the end of the day. So that's true. That's true. I'm not not co-signing at all, not co-signing at all him mistreating women any type of way, not doing that. I'm just saying I'm kind of defending him on the Mia Khalifa thing, like. Man, he been watching. Yeah, I got, I, that's what I'm saying. I know, like, 
if if somebody was like, you know, he like I wouldn't be surprised if one of the girls if it, one of these stories are true, like yeah, he uh he tried to offer me some money or blah blah. Possibly I, I don't know that could, but like I say, we're gonna see how the, see how this plays out because we know guys like to have fun. You know, you're living the lifestyle, yeah. getting money, women. You know, like Lou Will, they they got on him from being at the strip club in the pandemic, uh, Magic City. That's that's to me like that's that's having a good time. But you in the strip club, eat wings, you just trying to enjoy yourself. You back home, like you trying to take your mind off things. I can't I can't knock a guy for that. That's just to me that's a. I ain't saying the strip club is the only good thing to have fun at. I mean, people can you know ride four four uh, four wheelers and all that. But I heard Matt. I'm not going to Atlanta to ride uh, four wheelers. I don't know about you, bro. Nah, not I'm, not in I'm, not in the pandemic. Speak up in Magic City and eat some wings. That's all I'm saying. So I'm gonna leave it at that with Deshaun Watson. Like I say, I hope all parties, you know, this whole situation gets resolved with um, Justin being served. The right yeah. part to do served. I mean, I'll look forward to see how stuff come, how it how it kind of the I'm I wanna see if the ugly head shows itself as things progress. I'm I'm staying on Deshaun's side. I just feel like as we see, the the lawyer will be able to to combat and discredit at least five or six of these, which hopefully will allow us to. I'm I'm not even gonna say that. I'm, we'll just see what happens. We I just want see the, I just want the truth to be just to be justice to be served, the right form of justice, and the truth to be uh to be out there. You know, the truth to, uh, to come forward. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm trying to think any uh as far as oh yeah, and is I think we didn't even bring this big factor up too is with the Deshaun Watson stuff. Um the guy requested to be traded and then all of a sudden the woman out the woodwork started coming out. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what makes it weird to me. Like he yeah. comes out, yeah. makes some statements, clearly not happy in Houston, then all of a sudden, like not even a month. <laughs> yeah. Not even a month. It's almost like they like, let me put you in your place a bit. And maybe Deshaun, and it could be like this, you know, maybe they seen where Deshaun kind of spoke out like, oh, I never disrespect a woman in my life. I'm, I'm completely ready to fight these allegations against me when it was like one woman that was uh going against them. And then I think Houston was like, oh, so you think you can just post a tweet saying how you respect women and it's all going to disappear. And this is all me just thinking this is what could happen. I'm not saying this did happen. Yep. Like, all right, well. How about five more women? How about five more, 10 more women? How about 15 more women throw on top of that? Let's see how you like that. Let's put the pressure on, you know. So who knows? I mean, and how difficult is it for me, uh, Jamal, being a, I mean, as far as the organization, being a billion-dollar organization, being able to offer All a few women $20,000 to just go through with this? And fame. And fame. Yeah, so you're going to get your name, probably get your credit up, get your everything. And, and let's say it might be 50. A little documentary, you know. Oh yeah, talk about all the trauma, the tragedy, all that. You know what I mean? So, I, being a male, it do it does scare the hell out of me that we do live in a society where any sort of accusation is guilty. Un, any sort of this accusation is guilty until proven innocent. And the sad thing is, with these sort of allegations, it's it's rare that you get some sort of definitive conclusion, meaning. We were able to 120% prove, 100% prove that Deshaun did not do these allegations. It's always like a sort of he say, she say. Yeah, so okay. It, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it, things just get dangerous, man. It, so I, 
So I, I try to give Deshaun benefit of the doubt because being a male, we see so often how it, it's not hard for a woman. The society will take a woman's side. I mean, honestly, that's what we that's what we're kind of doing here. Even me, I'm 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 more willing to to take a woman's side or to to at least say I at least say that that, that something say happened. again to give her the benefit of the doubt that something happened. Right. It may not be a hundred percent true, but something the line was crossed at some point during this time. In in the shot with Deshaun Watson being on the wrong end of that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I could, I see it both ways where he's kind of got, because this is going to leave a stain on Deshaun Watson's career uh, just a little bit, even with Big Ben's situation. I know he had a few rape allegations against him. Um, that, <laughs> a few rape allegations. That's so yeah, funny. That's crazy. Rape, right? We talk about uh, rape. We're here. I mean, even all sexual assault is wrong. But I'm just saying it's, a, it's, it's definitely levels to I hate to even put in that phrase. In that nah, I get you. Kind of like attempted murder and then murder. You, you get you get the gist of what I'm saying. I get yeah, I get I get yeah, what you're saying. It's because Big Big Ben it seemed like he ain't never did. It looked like he ain't never stole a cookie in his life. The way they treat him, like he ain't never did nothing wrong. Sponsorships out the yin yang. Letting him play till he's about 45 years old. So we're gonna definitely see if Deshaun comes out of this innocent. How quiet? I, I want. I just want the same energy. If like I said, if if he is innocent. Let me caveat that. If he's innocent, I just want, you know, I think the public, the people that are speaking out against him, the people that are sh- shaming him, talking down on him, I just hope they need to keep that same energy with the apology if, if he's innocent. If he's innocent. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that somehow, some way, we're able to get somewhat of the truth. Man, yeah, that's, I just, man, yeah, I was that somewhat. I hate to say it like that, but you you kind of phrased it right somewhat because the whole truth may not even come, come forward. Yeah, so that'll be tough. Only God Himself will, will know, you know, exactly what what happened. But yep, yeah, a lot of lot of good stuff. A lot of stuff going on in the league, man. Both NBA and NFL. Just uh, I'm looking forward to a lot, man. Both sides. Yeah, and uh, we'll try to have a next episode out here a little bit quicker. Um, for those of you who are Hornets fans, this is fans of basketball, or we're gonna talk. We're gonna. T- it's gonna be a majority of the Hornets episode. We will touch on a few other things in the episode as well. Uh, NBA, possibly some, uh, some more NFL stuff. So more to come, definitely more to come. Absolutely. We look forward to it, man. Like you said, Hornets episode coming very soon. Um, so please be on standby for that. All right, we up. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Appreciate y'all tuning in, everybody listening. Just inside the scoreboard, I'm Corey. I'm Jamal. We up. Take it easy.